Hey, Case, you know when you go to a family reunion and you see your family and everything, and then you all go and get your blood drawn together? Oh, well, that sounds kind of funny, but actually I do know the feeling because that's exactly what happens at the hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Network Conference, which we're going to be talking about today in this episode. So stick around. Welcome to Rare with Flair, the podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living their best lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. You guys, you guys, we really had to update you on our fundraiser. If you didn't know, we have a fundraiser for to support the hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Network, which is our rare disease that we both have. We started it on February 28th, which is Rare Disease Day. And so far, you guys have been amazing. You've gone above and beyond. We want to thank everyone who has bought a product, a shirt, or whatever. And then even some people have just donated money. And, like, seriously, we've already raised, like, $1,300 for the Hermansky Podlex Syndrome Network. You guys are blowing our minds. You're blowing our minds. Seriously, like, we cannot thank you enough. Every time a new uh, shirt is bought slash a a new donation comes in, like, it just makes our hearts so, so happy. We still have about a week left of this campaign once this episode is released. So if you want to buy a t-shirt with our cover art on it, we think they're really cute. You can find that on all of our social media. It is posted everywhere. So I will take this time to remind you of our social media you can find Ooh, us on great segue I, girl yeah, i know i know <laughs> i haven't i haven't done a social media reminder in a while so i figured we should we have a lot of fun on social media it's a fun way to we interact with each other so we're on facebook we're on twitter and we are on instagram and on instagram we are rare dot with dot flare because rudely a rare with flare was already taken Ugh. can't believe it can't believe it but um we also have an email hello at rare with for any comments or questions questions and we can't thank you enough for the support we've really felt the love this week and Mm. we really enjoy doing this show and I was just telling Cass you know we have such a good friendship but we also have such a good working relationship and I hope that comes across in these episodes that we just have a lot of fun doing them so thank you so much oh my gosh and this this whole experience has made us grow even closer. Even closer. We say that all the time. We're like we're like those annoying friends (laughs) that are like I just love you. We get real savvy with each other like once a week. It's awesome. Yeah, no, literally once a week. I'm like, I'm just so glad we're doing this podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's been so great. And so we do our, about the emails, we do our best to respond to all of them. And if we don't, we're really, really sorry. You should bug, you should bug us again. But um, (laughs) but we, we love, you know, sometimes we feel like we're just sending out, you know, all this work that we put into this podcast into just this blank void but it's it's an awesome reminder when people do go out of their way to send us an email or send us a message on instagram or something and we remember we have real actual listeners so thank you real actual listener (laughs) i am blown away that anyone would want to listen to us talk for an entire hour twice a week like that blows my mind because i to me it just feels like Cass and i are having a conversation did you just say twice a week i (laughs) said (laughs) <laughs> Every other you know, week. 
Did you know bi-weekly actually has two meanings? It can yes, mean it twice does. a week or every other week. So we, yeah. It's something that keeps me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> we are bi-weekly meaning every other week. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yes. Um, no, it, it really just feels like I'm having a conversation with Cass, and I forget people are even listening. And we can't thank you enough for even just listening. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Thank you so much. So Y'all yeah, are the we best. Appreciate it. Y'all are the realest. Okay, so now to get into the meat, the real yes. stuff that we came here to talk about. We wanted to talk about our Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome conference. So in episode seven, we were talking about music. So if you haven't heard it, you should go back and listen to it because we, we had fun with it. But it's a fun um, one. <laughs> we talked about not only music we like, but our uh, history with performance. And we will touch on that a little later, but we do do some performance within the Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Conference. So we mentioned then we may do a conference episode. So here we are doing this conference episode. Yes. So just a quick overview of what this is and why it matters. So we have Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome. It's a rare uh, disease. It is one in every 500,000 to 1 million people worldwide. So you're one in a million. We're just <laughs> one in a million. Have you heard that song? Okay. No, in no, Montana. No, it's from Miss Congeniality, but I'm, I don't, that might be a million song in Hannah Montana too, but anyway. Anyway, so, um, we have this network that was founded in, what, the 90s? Yeah, early 90s. In the early 90s, before I was born, you guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a really amazing network and it's built for finding a cure for pulmonary fibrosis, which is something that a lot of people with Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome get. We also all have albinism and a bleeding disorder and some of us have GI issues, but we have a conference every year in March-ish in Long Island, New York. It's a really great time. It's one weekend and it's both a hybrid of really important research and also just like a social fun support group family reunion like it's a lot of things yeah absolutely and if you're listening to this episode and you have hps or you know someone who has hps hopefully you can have fun listening and hearing about the conference especially if you've never been before but even if you don't have hps at all we hope this episode will still be enjoyable to you because conference matters so much to us it it means so much for us to all get together and have that social time but it also means so much from a research standpoint Mm -hmm. and it's a big part of our lives i think my friends get annoying annoyed with me always saying oh conference oh conference is coming up you know I don't even call it the HPS conference I just Just say conference conference and they know what I mean so it's a huge part of our lives and we wanted to share it with you and give you insight of what goes on but also we want to give a quick disclaimer that we do not represent the Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Network these are our experiences we did get permission from them to talk about the conference we just wanted to make sure that it was okay that we were you know Mm -hmm. um, talking about this and and they gave us permission so thank you so much HPS Network let's get into it We're going to talk about, first, our experiences and more of the social aspect of the conference. Mm -hmm. So I got diagnosed with Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome in October of 2010, and I went to my first conference in March of 2011. So it was really a jarring time in my life because I had just gotten diagnosed with this rare disease. I Mm. knew that I was legally blind since birth, but I didn't know about the other health issues and everything until this time when I was 18, actually. I was a senior in high school. 
And I went, and Cassandra was not there yet, though. Cassandra did not start coming to the conference until later. I'll let her get into that. But <laughs> it's a little sad that you weren't there my first my first time. I was I was frolicking around with my other friends and didn't even know I missed her because she I didn't even know she existed at the time. But I didn't even that, know I missed you. <laughs> that was my first conference, and it was one of the best weekends of my entire life because I had never met anyone else like me. Well, actually, that's a lie. I had met one other person when I was five years old. I met a woman in her 30s who had albinism as well and that was really great for me but it just wasn't quite the same as meeting people around my my age and so that weekend was just I was on cloud nine one of the top five weekends in my entire life had a great time so what about you what are what's what when, when was your first conference yeah so unlike case I have always known, um, and my family has always known that I have Herminski-Pudlak syndrome, it actually disproportionately affects Puerto Rican people because of the way that genetics works. Um, So (laughs) I was was diagnosed before I was even a year old. But um, I think we've, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, um, I had a pretty normal childhood. I just had albinism and a bleeding disorder. Uh, So it was just a matter of making sure that when I fell, because I was a, a wild child, uh, uh, that we had opposites. enough to... <laughs> we talked about this in episode, what, five? Yeah. Five, yep. Opposite children. <laughs> totally. But whenever I, I would bleed, they just had to make sure um, they could stop it. But otherwise, like, nothing super serious. But I have a Crohn's disease, and I don't have a colon because of long story, but it didn't work out between us. I love how nonchalantly you say that. You're like, and I don't have a colon. So anyway, I... (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 15 uh, in 2012. And so after that, we, it kind of dawned on us, like, you know, we, we really should connect a little bit more with this rare disease. And it's not like we were in denial, but it just, like, wasn't something that felt as pressing as when I started Mm. developing autoimmune disease. And so... I was I actually went to my first conference in March of 14 and I just told this to Case recently and we were like mind blown but yeah. I couldn't go March of 13 because I had this choir teacher when I was in high school that we had a choir contest that week the same weekend as conference and I told her like I need to go to this medical conference and she was like well if you go to that you're gonna get a seat rude I know I couldn't go and I was so upset but case you couldn't go in 13 either I know I was just telling her I couldn't go in 13 either because my cousin was getting married and it's so funny because if Cassandra had gone in 13 for her first conference I wouldn't have even been there anyway so it's like hilarious that we both it, missed it was 13. ordained I guess <laughs> unlucky number 13 oh this is why this is why um, but, but anyway, yeah, so you went in 14 for your first conference. And, and that's that is where when we, we met. met. That's when we met, everybody. Oh, my God. Like, I can't, I can't believe it. Um, and we talked, we talked briefly about how we met in our very first episode. And I, I, okay, I have not listened to the first episode since we made it. And I am terrified to ever go back and listen to it ever again. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't know. I feel like we, we had not quite gotten We've the We've grown so much, grown but I feel like so by much. you telling people not to go listen to the first episode, they're going to go They're going to want to go listen to the first oh, no. episode. You know what? The good news about that is after that, come back to this one and see how much we've grown and be like, wow, you know, like, anyway. Look how far they've come in less than <laughs> At least than we haven't gotten worse. What if we had gotten worse? That would be Ooh, terrible. That would be rough. I would rather. <laughs> 
rather us get I would rather someone say oh wow look how much better you know I don't know <laughs> but anyway I think everyone gets better the more they do something we're more comfortable now we were nervous the first time okay but anyway how we met is actually kind of a cute little story so um when you first get to the conference on Friday which is the first day we have pe- lovely people come pick us up at the airport and Cassandra and I just happened to be picked up in the same car both of our moms and us it was just the four of us and we we hit it off pretty immediately I think yeah and it's yeah. so it's a pretty long drive from like LaGuardia Airport to Long Island and so we had plenty of time and we just got I remember this and we got down into like some of the nitty-gritty health stuff like (laughs) really fast (laughs) are you all are you all surprised listening that we now now that we tell our health on um you know on a podcast online for anyone and everyone to hear are you surprised that we got into that quickly it was so wild but honestly like I just I so wanted Casey to like me I think I was a junior in high school and so I was like oh my gosh she was I think like a senior in college and so I'm like oh my gosh she's so cool and stuff I want her to like me little does Cass know like I wanted her to like me too because even though like we weren't in the same stage of life at that point like we are now it's really really rare to find someone close to your age with your rare disease like I think hard the only other friends I had that were close to my age, one was six years older than me and my other friends were like 14 years older than me. And, and that's fine. Like I'm, I'm close friends with those people, but when you find someone in your stage of life, it's like really cool mm-hmm. that, you know, it's so rare because it's a rare disease. One in a million. Oh, like we said. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, here's the fun part, y'all. I'm going to, well, we, I say I, I'm going to start off, but we are going to walk you through a typical conference and we're going to focus on the social side of it first and then more of the medical side of it. So I'm going to walk you through the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's a trip. So buckle your seatbelts. It's really fun. Okay. So let me set the scene. Friday, we get into LaGuardia Airport, like Cassandra mentioned. Usually people start arriving in the afternoon around like two o'clock is usually what happens. And mm-hmm. we go to the, the hotel in Long Island. So this entire conference takes place in one hotel. We never leave ever. You never because see it's the cold, outside. Case. It's it is cold. cold. It is snowy in March, people. It is cold. But also there's just no reason to leave. Everything that happens takes place in this hotel. So pretty much like, we know this hotel like the back of our hand now. Like it is. It is part of the conference to us now. It's it is part of our, like, being, I would say. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I can close my eyes and walk through the hotel. Yeah, no, it is. It's like my second home or something. Because when you walk into that <laughs> lobby, you automatically know people. I'm, I'm not even kidding. When you walk in, you know the staff. You know the people coming to the conference. Like, when you're checking in, there's likely someone in, in line also checking into the conference. Yeah, and they, they probably know you. Yeah, no, exactly. So at this point in the day, we usually, we register, not register, but like sign in and and get our, we get a little packet, a little welcome packet with all the activities and things for the weekend and everything. And we usually take a nap, at least I do. Do you take a nap? I absolutely take a nap. We need a nap. This weekend is very jam-packed and exhausting at times, and you need a nap to get ready for it. Um, And then also we have some merch that we, the HPS Network has a nonprofit called Dare to be rare and they always have really cute merchandise so if you want to check it out you can actually 
actually buy it. It supports the the Dare to Be Rare. I'll put it in the show notes. Oh yeah, put it in the show notes. How many times an episode do we say put it in the show notes? Like probably at least three. <laughs> at least, at least. But we have. I'm proud of our show notes. Cass works really hard on them. So Thank plug you. in the show notes if you haven't checked them out. They're really great. Anyway. Then we go down to the hospitality lounge. And the hospitality lounge is, like, a big deal because it's where you can find the food. That's where the food is. <laughs> That's where the food is. So they provide lunch and dinner that day, and it's always the same. Yeah, Chipotle for lunch. Chipotle for lunch. And then for dinner, it's always this pasta, like this red sauce. Penne alla vodka. Penne alla vodka. There we go. And it's so good and cookies and everything. And then the big Friday night thing is we have a year in review. And the cool thing about conferences it's a roller coaster ride emotionally because one minute you're so happy and you're laughing and you're hugging friends and then the next minute things can get kind of dark because this disease can be terminal for, for some people. And so it'll be the year in review, you know, we're talking about fundraising and all the fun things we've done this year and then we have like a moment of silence for everyone who's passed away in the past year. And and it and then we go right back to like the happy fun stuff and that's just kind of it's it's like jarring mm-hmm. but like in a in a cool way like you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think that that was i think that that's surprising for newcomers they're like whoa wait yeah. we just like we move from like <laughs> laughter into mourning back into laughter into like laughter. really quickly but it's kind of i mean it's kind of part of life it's also kind of just an integral like way that that conference works like yeah it's happy it's bittersweet i i don't love that like that euphemism but it is it is bittersweet you know and that's another reason Mm -hmm. why i ended up starting to go to this conference is because i'm supposed to get lung disease in my life um probably in my 30s or 40s and so it's something that you know we want to understand we want to like be part of research and um you know, do everything we can to maybe find a cure or at least get to know people who have like gotten lung transplants. Like it's a great, it's a great place to be able to like network and, and see just like how many successful transplantees we have. Absolutely. So after our fun little year in review, we usually do a fun game or karaoke. There's also a bar inside the hotel. It's called Champions, right? Yeah. No. No, they changed it. They changed the name? Yeah. Yeah. Like the la- <gasps> like the last two conferences. It's a different bar. It was it used to be like a sports bar, but it is no longer. Do you know what it's called now? I don't think it has a name. Oh, it's it doesn't have a name. Bar. It's the bar. Okay, well, I'm gonna always call it Champions because, like, it's like su- it's like such this thing of like you want to go to Champions after the the thing tonight. So anyway, then. And there was a signature drink last year that the bar actually made for our conference. The, the bar, I mean, the bar, the hotel staff really goes above and beyond to make our conference feel at home. I've always felt at home by the hotel staff, and yeah. I think it's really great. And so then we go to bed because we have a busy day on Saturday. And Cass, you want to take us through the fun of Saturday? Yeah. So like Casey mentioned, Friday's kind of a welcome day. It's the day where we recap. We meet back up with people we haven't seen like in another in a whole year but next time we go this year it's virtual um and last year we actually didn't get to have it at all because a lot of the a lot of things were shutting down right around the time that conference was supposed to happen and so it would have been 
pretty quick to turn around and, and do something virtual. So um, next time we go to conference, it'll be three years. You guys, I haven't seen Casey for like two years at this point. Two years. I know. It'll be three it's tragic. years. I, when I see you for the first time, I don't know when it'll be, but when I do, I, I don't know what I'll do. I'll lose it. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I will. I can't even think. I about can't it. believe it. Anyways, Saturday is more of like a social day where we we do a lot of uh, connecting, emotional sharing, very mm. family. And then Sunday is kind of our our science day, which we'll get into, especially when we start talking about uh, the research that happens at this conference specifically. But going into the social Saturday, you know we have this tradition of they call it the family album but quickly casey didn't know that we had breakfast (laughs) (laughs) she always slept through breakfast i'm tired i'm tired this conference exhausts me casey's gone to this conference for like (laughs) what like eight or nine years She didn't know we had breakfast. And I had no idea. Well, Cassandra was like, oh, the Panera breakfast is really great. And I, when we were planning for this, and I was like, wait, who? What? The Panera breakfast? Like, yeah, they have Panera bagels. And I had no idea. I had no idea. So, yeah, I missed the breakfast. But anyway, after I missed the breakfast, which I'll try not to do next time. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get you a cinnamon crunch bagel. But um... If I can get out of bed, I might. I might try if I haven't spent too much time at the non-champions anymore bar. <laughs> um. So we have this tradition called the family album. And it is... If you think of, like, group sharing time, yes. this is exactly it. Um, yes. Everyone gets into just a giant oval of pretty much all the con- the conference of attendees, and um, everyone says something, uh, and they have to say something that happened last year, either good or bad, and then something that you're looking forward to in the next year. And so mm-hmm. everyone has to talk. It doesn't matter if you have HPS or if you don't, or if you are like a family member. Uh, we were talking about this recently too that like there was one year where my whole family went so my my parents and my older brother and, and he was like surprised he was like wait I have to say something like, like, oh, <laughs> I know yeah. I know my sister freaks out of the public speaking aspect too <laughs> <laughs> it's funny and it's like surprising but um after that Saturday is kind of full of a lot of different small sessions um yeah that's kind of our big large group session for the day but um during different blocks of time especially after lunchtime we have sessions for uh you know different age groups different identities we have a big spanish-speaking population like i mentioned it disproportionately affects puerto ricans we have sessions that are more like uh, doctor doctor speaking sessions. kind of giving a presentation and then a Q&A some sessions that are more like a support group sharing symptoms of like mm-hmm. GI disease or something and then we have sessions that are completely random and fun like Zumba which is so yes. we always look forward to that every year Zumba, and then, everybody will, that's a hot like it's a hot uh, session you know, um, that's a hot session a lot of people go there and cupcake wars cupcake wars yeah, yeah absolutely like sometimes i think recently we also had a yoga which i think was cool oh i didn't go to that actually oh, there's a, a yoga yeah, this a year laughter, there was a laughter yoga i didn't I, get to go to it oh have you ever tried that 
No, but apparently it was like amazing because my mom went and had the time of her life. It's really fun. It's really Did fun. You I've go? tried laughter. No, I, I super random. I took a yoga class in college when I needed to fill the credit hours, so we did laughter oh, yoga right. at one point. It was nice. really fun. So, anyways, no, yeah, and it's these sessions. Like some of them, like especially the family album at the beginning of the day, they get very emotional at times. Yeah. Like. You know, and it's a beautiful time. It's like people are saying, like, I had a baby this year. I got married this year. And then some people say, like, someone passed away this last year. Or, you know, my lung disease progressed this last year. And it gets really, it can get, it's one of those things, once again, where it gets really dark. And then it gets really light and funny and beautiful. Right. It's so, like, flip-floppy. But it's such a beautiful, as is life, as you said. It's such a beautiful thing, actually. Yeah. I've really, even though it it probably takes a good two hours. It does. um, It takes, like, two hours to go through. It is still like something I always look forward to because I it's it's cool to just be able to know how every single person, even if you don't get to talk to them while you're at this conference, is doing. And and for context, yeah. like this is a rare disease, so you know if you're thinking of a conference like a big business conference, it's nothing like that. It's probably maybe two hundred people. Yeah, um, it's very that are there. Right, yeah. and then we also have an additional like handful of of doctors and researchers that also attend for a portion of it but like at least at that point it's it's very intimate it's small as far as conferences go so you know it's just it's it's a very like staple part of conference it wouldn't be conference without the family oh 100 percent. yeah yeah but the most exciting part of saturday is our dance in the evening it's super fun and Every conference usually has a theme, so the the dance is usually set to be, like, in that theme. Um, it's kind of like a three-course meal type of thing, which is, we feel very fancy, but I can uh, never finish it all. Because no, we have, like, so a, much food. there's, like, a salad and a bread and a pasta and a main course and a dessert. And a dessert. <laughs> and a, yeah, it's a lot of food, but it's so good. And it is, like, a fancy dinner. It almost feels like prom or something because you're, like, you know, a lot of people dress up, like, really fancy. A lot of people, people really dress up for it. Some people don't. and But it's a good great time to, like, take pictures because you're all, like, fancy mm-hmm. and dressed up. and. Um, and then we have like a big dance, which is really fun too. It's so fun, but it's also cool because while we're eating before the dance, we will like the network will give out awards for standout yeah. volunteers and standout researchers that have really like spent the past year like really investing in the HPS community. Um, we really want to honor them, and I think that that's a really like beautiful place to do it. It's also cool because at this. Uh, this ball <laughs> the grand ball we have a lot of doctors come to it and it's cool because mm. you know we get to take pictures with them but it just <laughs> feels like they're human like and we're human too yeah. you know they get yeah. to see like the little kids dancing on the dance floor and and they remember why it is that they're doing this research and that's something that yes. like is really emphasized at the network is just um, the humanity of, of people with rare diseases, which is just so understated sometimes because it often feels like you're a number. Yes. But, you know. And we see our doctors as like celebrities. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I We mentioned this in episode out, so seven. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You cut out, so I thought you had stopped talking and then it came back. But yeah. Oh, you're good. 
No, we mentioned this in episode seven, and, like, I'm always, like, really excited to go and get pictures with, like, the head of the National Institute of Health, or, like, it's someone so who's leading a study, and I'm like, come on, we have yeah. to get a picture. She, uh, you always come up to me, you're always like, Casey, Casey, come on, come on, look, <laughs> Dr. So-and-so, we need to go take a picture, it's so cute, I love it. I know, well, I'm always so excited, because I want them to remember me, and they will. Oh. And they, <laughs> they will, will, and they will. <laughs> oh my gosh. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about more about this later, but we also sing at the dinner, a group of five women with HPS, Cassandra, myself, um, a pair of twins, and the founder of the network's daughter. The five of us always sing together every year, and we are going to talk about that a little bit more when we get to get to that, but I just wanted to mention that at the dinner we sing every year, and it's really yeah. fun. And yeah, it's like a medley that's put together by the founder's daughter's voice teacher, who is like also a part of the network because uh, mm-hmm. you know she volunteers a lot with us, and it's really cool. And it's usually yeah, it's based on the theme, so it's a lot of fun. Usually, say, say it with me, Cass. We'll link them in the show, show notes. notes. <laughs> we we need to have a T-shirt that says we'll link it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> we, but we will if you if you're interested in seeing some of our medleys, we'll link them in the show notes. So we anyway. Totally then let's get to Sunday. We're, we're walking you through this weekend. This weekend is almost coming to a close, but now we're on Sunday. So Sunday is not really a social day. Sunday is our doctor day. Um, is it? Don't we call it like research Sunday or doctor Sunday? Or I thought it was science a, Sunday. Science Sunday. That's what it is. I knew I was wrong. I was like, what's going on that I'm wrong about this? Science Sunday. So we're all really exhausted because usually this conference actually takes place on daylight savings. So we lose an hour. So we're like part partying um, at the dinner and dancing the night away and then we lose an hour so we're like really exhausted on the Sunday morning but we know we need to be there for the doctors because they mean so much to us so basically on Science Sunday um, some of the doctors do sessions and speak about their findings from the past year of research and it's very informative it's very interesting some of it is a little over my head you know because it's very very smart but it's really cool and this is one of the things I think that really helps us when we leave conference and we go back into the real world into our real lives this is the stuff that helps us be able to explain to our doctors in our hometowns Mm -hmm. what's going on because we really have to be our own advocate with a rare disease and it's so helpful to have this science Sunday where we're really learning and it's really cool because we are the pioneers of finding a cure for this disease and we we're seeing the results in real time and we're seeing this research in real time so it's pretty amazing and then after that everyone kind of starts going home it's a pretty short weekend even though it feels long in some ways and it feels really short in other ways but yeah in the afternoon people kind of head back to the airport and go home it's kind of it's kind of sad even talking about it honestly but yeah so that's what sunday is but we wanted to, yeah, kind of talk a little bit more about the singing. Do you want to sh- tell yeah. them a little more about that? We sing for a reason, not just because it's fun and, you know, the five of us all enjoy singing, but it has sort of a history with us. Um, like I history mentioned. History fun fact. History fun fact. We're bringing history it back, you guys. It, it has been so long since we've had a history fun fact. We're like bringing it back, episodes. you guys. We're bringing it back. History fun fact. So about the HPS network. Uh, since I mentioned about trying to represent that humanity in just a patient, um, 
back in, I would say around the 90s when the network was pretty new, uh, we wanted to get studied at the National Institutes of Health. Um, For those outside of the U.S., it's like kind of the government-funded research institute for all kinds of conditions and diseases and bacterium. Um, But yeah, the National Institute of Health is, is really important, and we were trying to like really push to get in there and they weren't really having it because it's like what's another rare disease Mm. but there was this special moment where the the pair of twins that we sing with they just started singing they sung colors of the wind from pocahontas and it was this turning point of realizing like this is these are people and these people like they need help and they need answers and we need to try and and find ways to do it so you know we have we have private funded research studies but we also are uh, part of the NIH and I think that that is really like key into us being able to like hopefully find a cure for pulmonary fibrosis and so um every year we sing and the twins sing colors of the wind every year every kind year. of in, in honor of that mm-hmm and you know the like like we mentioned before the five of us sing at the dinner some sort of themed medley to go with the the conference theme which is always fun um and we actually sing for the doctors specifically and we will talk a bit about that cuz we're kind of like yeah. we're kind of bleeding into that so do you want to talk about what it is and then I'll say why we sing? <laughs> sure. So like we said, we kind of talked about the social side of conference from our perspective, but there is a medical side to conference too. There is something on the Saturday while we're all being social, There, we have something called the Meeting of the Minds. I love the name of it, Meeting of the Minds, because it's all the, very smartest, all the smartest minds in the room. And basically this year in 2021, even though it's virtual, we're, we're going to have 46 doctors in the meetings of the mind and meeting of the minds. Wow. I just said that wrong. Um, 46 doctors. So that's pretty amazing. Every year it seems to be growing. You know, of course, mm-hmm. I'm sure it started off with just a few. I can't believe we have 46. It's amazing. And they're basically giving their scientific unpublished data behind closed doors. They're, they're all talking to each other. So, you know, you have like pulmonologists, hematologists, even like a gynecologist, all these doctors. That um, means lung doctor and blood doctor. And blood for doctor those, and, and for those. Those who doctor. do not know and, and yes. lady doctor lady doctor um and they're sharing all their research and it's really cool because they're all studying hps separately and then of course it's very important for them to share all their research with each other to find a, a cure together right so mm-hmm. also this year another cool thing that's happening is there is an international research conference happening and these are hand-picked international doctors and this year the doctor that found hps type 11 from france is going to be at our conference which is really cool because hps just had 10 types for a while and now we we recently found the 11th type i know it's very scientific and exciting and so anyway though at the meeting of the minds we go in and sing for them every year. And it's really cool because no other patient, I mean, gets to go in there. We're like the only five people with HPS who get to even go in that room. And it and it feels really like special and like a little nerve wracking because it's all the doctors. And we love singing for them because like Cassandra said, it really 
I think grows our relationship with them as people and shows them that we are people and gives them a reason to keep fighting for us. And it's a really special moment. And, and sometimes they like record it and they have, they seem to really love it. And yeah, and we love it too. So we're so happy to give back to them. And it's a really, really cool time. There's so much cool research going on at yeah. conference. We also, the patients end up doing some research of our own and oh, this, yes. uh, this is another hi- bonus history fun fact um <laughs> in the first few times that this uh this network was having conferences which ended up being like at the founder's home when her daughter was like still a, a little girl yeah it was like only a handful of people going to oh, her yeah. home. it was a tiny it wasn't even really a conference i guess at that point it was tiny. it was just kind of a, a meeting <laughs> a meeting i guess yeah <laughs> but um, they would they would take urine samples, which gross. Okay, this is a this is a podcast about chronic illness. Um, <laughs> so and they would keep them outside in the snow in her in her backyard to keep them at temperature. So you know it's something that is near and dear to our founder's heart and to our whole network to also use the time where so many of us are gathered in one place to be able to do actual research. So. Especially in the past couple in-person conferences we had in 18 and 19, there were actual blood draws and actual stool samples happening at the conference in the hotel. And it's kind of... Oh, yeah. Kind of bonkers because, um, you know, we, you could just be talking to your friend and then they call you down and you got to go and you, you get your arms <laughs> stuck and they take your blood and then you go back upstairs and hang out with your friends again. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's like, have you given your stool sample yet? Oh, I haven't yet. Have oh, you? let me go no, do that I really haven't. quick. <laughs> and I think we even broke a record for the most blood taken at a or blood draws at a conference because it's very yeah. rare to go to a medical conference and actually be taking blood and stool and urine samples and all of this kind of stuff like that is not really a normal thing and actually like I feel like that's another thing that our network is kind of a pioneer in doing which is really cool it's like yeah if we have all of us together in one space why not use that to quickly get all this done get get it all done because it really really helps and also we also have some like genetic what, what would you call it? Genetic, genetic counselors. counselors. Yeah, yeah. We have like everywhere you turn someone is saying do you want to take this survey and you know yeah. it's like yeah, it's a lot of research and studying going on. You can feel it. It's like a buzzing. You can feel like the yeah. research happening. It's not just a social gathering. It's real. Like we are really making right. progress at this point. It's conference. more than just a support group because it is that and it is fun. But yeah. there is actual really important work going on at the yeah. same time. And it's, it's cool incredible. to be part of all of that at once. It's really cool. It's really cool to be a part of. It feels like we're doing something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. feels like we're a part of something bigger than ourselves and it's just such a special time and I talking about it makes me really want to go and I'm so sad but I, I, know, I know virtual I will be fun as well <laughs> I know I miss it so much but that's sort of the breakdown of conference and I think we we hit it all and you guys we have a, a game, game. <laughs> so we wanted I to think do that like was almost together. That was well, we say that it was together, but when I try to edit it, I'm sure it'll be like completely apart since we're on FaceTime That's, right hence now. That's the but almost, but hey, almost. yeah, no, hey, we'll see, we'll see what it sounds like when I put it together. <laughs> but we wanted to do like a this, you know, we love this or that over at the Rare with Flair podcast. We do this or that a lot. <laughs> we thought it'd be fun to do like a this or that conference style because. Now that you've heard all about conference, you might know what we're talking about. So, true that. Okay. This or that. 
singing for the doctors at dinner or in the meeting of the minds, which are the two places we, I mean, so some of the, some of the doctors are also at dinner. But yeah, if just, they can make yeah. the dinner, a lot of them, like a, a big handful of our really like star players will stay, uh, <laughs> which is cool. Um, seeing yeah. who, who can make it. And that's who we take pictures with. Um, <laughs> so as much as I love, and I think the meeting of the minds is super important and it's, it feels very, like very privileged to be able to even yeah. walk in the room because there's a lot of powerful people there. Um, I just really like the Saturday dinner. I just like have yeah. so much fun doing it, and it's, it's so fun. We have like little kids dancing oh. in front of us while we sing, and it's oh just, yeah, like, one a of those blast. videos that I'm gonna link in the show notes. You will see small children bouncing like, around, and I'm not trying to say this to make excuses. I just want to remind everyone that we literally rehearsed for these songs that day for the first time. <laughs> I'm serious because none of us live in the same spot. We have someone from New York. The twins we mentioned are from Arizona. And of course, Cass and I don't live in the same spot. So when we get to conference, we're always trying to find like a 30 minute window of time to just run over yeah. our songs. We barely have time to even do it. So, you know, it's a rough cut, but I think they come together really beautifully because we practice on so our too. own. Yeah. So anyway, I just have to have to let everyone know that it yeah. is very time. So what is your preference? I like the dinner. What was yours? I like the dinner too. I like the dinner too. It's just I love both for different reasons, but the dinner is just so special. So I think oh, it's, yeah. I think the dinner is probably everyone's favorite part of the conference. It's just so fun. It's I so know. fun. What we a get blast! To, like, let loose, and we usually do like fun skits and stuff in the dinner too. Like one time we did a Wizard of Oz theme, and I dressed up as Dorothy and like did a choreographed dance to the w- Wizard of Oz stuff. And yeah, like, oh, you know. she was a cute Dorothy, you guys. Oh, I have you. a picture. You do, yeah. I, you can link that too if we can find it. Um, we'll throw it in there, hopefully. That picture's on our website. Sorry, I keep giving you more and more work to do. I'm like, put that in the show notes, Cass. Put that in the show notes. Okay. Um, no, but kidding. anyway, do you do you have one? What's your okay? One? So um, after the dance, um, do you go straight to bed? Or do you go and hang out at the non-champions bar? <laughs> the non-champions bar. So a lot of people go hang out at the bar and stay up, like, I think all night, which I Some mean, like. Some stay up all night. I don't understand. Like, no, I go to sleep at, at like, literally, like, 11 p.m. I'm like, all right, bye. Bye, everybody. Like, got to go. Because, like, I got to wake up for Sunday, and I'm already really exhausted at that point. So, and every single conference, I lose my voice. I think we talked about that in episode seven. Oh, she does. I lose my voice. Yeah, every she single does. Conference. What about you? I think, I think I know your answer, too. But what do you I know? go to the bar, but I don't you stay do. for that much longer. Oh, I was thinking you went to bed. Okay. No, so I, I <laughs> went like, last no. time, and I stayed for like an hour, and okay. then I and then I was like too tired, and I was like, yeah, I can't do it. Bye. Yeah, I will like get sick if I push myself too much. I I get oof, it's just not. I don't. I don't like. I can stay up late, but I you know that day is so busy anyway that I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, as far as the sessions on Saturday go, do you like the more serious sessions where we talk about, like, life or death matters, or do you like the more fun, funny ones like Cupcake Wars? Uh, I think it depends, honestly. It depends on what kind of session it is, because uh, I will absolutely go to Zumba. Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, But some of them are, are, I feel like, important to be at, so I... I would still love to go. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll usually 
or at least I'll, I'll try and stop by if I can. The the GI diseases one, but I don't have much to say anymore because I cut that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you cut out that colon. Yeah, no, I agree. It kind of depends. I don't know. I think the serious ones are really important, but so are the fun ones. So it's hard to say. But Cass and I are actually running a session this year about mobility. So if you happen to have HPS and you're going to be at the conference, you might see you us should come running to a session. session. Actually, one of the sessions I ran one year was um, in, in competition uh, with Zumba because we have like we'll have like four sessions at one time slot to pick from. And I was like, ah, how can I go against Zumba? Oh, no. And you couldn't even go to Zumba then. <laughs> I know. It was very sad. It was very sad. tragic. All right. Next. Okay. Okay. I know that you don't go to breakfast, <laughs> but oh, gosh. if you could go to breakfast, would you prefer the Panera breakfast or the Chipotle lunch that on Friday oh, when we get there? How how dare you do that to me? I do, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't make the rules here except how I do. How dare you do it? <laughs> I mean, probably, if I had to choose between the restaurants, I'm more of a maybe Chipotle fan, but it really depends on my mood. I like Panera, too. I know. I know. Oh I I look forward to the Panera bagels. Well, I, I'm just, you're really building up those Panera bagels for, <laughs> I need to go down to the hospitality lab. So what would you pick? Um, honestly, I usually, <laughs> I usually end up sleeping through the Chipotle, and then I get there oh when gosh. there's only, like, chips left. Stop, stop. So I'm sleeping through Panera and you're sleeping through Chipotle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I guess we That's made great. a decision. <laughs> okay, my last one is do you prefer the chocolate? The cho- Isn't it? What is it? It's like a chocolate ice cream thing for dessert at, at the dinner. Or do you prefer the candy squares that the hotel provides? No, my question dinner? was about the candy squares. <laughs> We have this inside joke that, that okay, in the hotel, in, like, every room you go in, there's that little glass, like, bowl with these little candy squares in them. They're and not you, you much. Know, they're just... They're there for you to take, you know, but I... They're just hard I candies. No, no, they're not just hard candies. <laughs> they are incredible. So, but the problem is, this is the problem. They are just in... They are literally in clear wrapping, and they have no words on them at all, so they have Why no name. Why don't you just ask the hotel? I know. I need to ask the hotel, but I can't look them up, so then when I go to the hotel, it's the only time I can eat these candies. So you I should grab, grab like, like, the whole bowl and walk know, up to I, the concierge I, and be like, what are they? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> I grab them, and I put handfuls in my purses. I probably still have squares <laughs> left over in my purses but i would so obviously you know my choice would be the squares it's the candy squares i think they're these fruity I, squares they're fruity <laughs> I, i'm trying to remember like what the we've had different desserts i think one of them was like a like a chocolate ice cream raspberry thing, yeah that's the one i'm delicious. thinking of okay we've had what apple crisp we have had apple crisp i think now for the last few years though it's always been that chocolate ice cream raspberry yeah. situation. I think they're both good. The apple crisp also comes oh. with ice cream, so, you know. That sounds so good. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I, right I, probably, like, oh. I probably pick the desert. The desert. The, how dare you pick anything over the squares? My question was between the strawberry <laughs> water in the hotel lobby or the candy <laughs> squares. I've never had this strawberry water in the hotel lobby, but you rave about it, so I must it's try good. it. It's <laughs> good. Okay, what brand is it? 
It's just like strawberries sitting in a in a water. Oh, thing. I thought it was literally like a br- a bottle brand. No, it's like in a, in one oh. of those big like oh that's picture great. things with a spigot. It's good. Oh, you see that the floating strawberries. Yeah. Wow, yum. Okay, um, I need to try the strawberry water, and you need to try the fruity, the candy hard squares. Candy square. If anybody has ever heard of hard candy fruity squares that don't have a name. Like message us because I'm serious. <laughs> I'm name. looking for these squares. I'm looking for these squares. But yeah, I guess what? To- wow, we made really good time. We definitely thought we were gonna go really long on this episode, but honestly, we're really happy that we could we could give you guys a taste, a taste just a just nibble. A taste. You'll never quite understand, I guess, unless you go. But I'm so glad we got to give you this inside scoop. Please, please, if you feel so inclined to donate to the Hermansky Public Syndrome Network, our shirts are still um, being sold for the rest of the week. So if you would like a cute shirt, we have a sweatshirt, a V-neck, and a crew neck t-shirt. So I yes. really hope you go check that out. They're I'm super cute. Our, our goal is 50, and we've already, like, surpassed halfway. Yeah, so yeah. If you guys want to help us reach our goal, please do and rock your favorite podcast because we know this is your favorite. <laughs> we know we're your favorite. Just rock ourselves on your. <laughs> like it's gonna be weird when we wear it because it's like our own faces. On it's like the shirt. who's that? Like, it's me and my I'm best such a friend. Narcissist. Like, <laughs> hey, they're gonna make. Why do you have a white cane in that picture if you don't have it now? For the times I don't use a cane, and then I'll have to be like, listen to episode two. I don't always use it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys Ramon so much. Ramon is the true much. star of the shirt. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, she is. Ramon She's is the true star. such a queen. But thank you but guys anyway, for being here. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.